0: Hey, I'm Danny Heifetz, host of the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. Me, Danny Kelly, and Craig Horlbeck are coming to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday before this NFL season so you can crush your draft and win your league, or at least make sure you don't come in last place and have to do your league's punishment. Follow the Ringer Fantasy
1: Football Show on Spotify.
0: There's a couple of things that are going to happen here today. I'm going to insult Jesse. I'm no. going to compliment Jesse. We well, don't have to do that. Um, I guarantee some of the audio is going to have to be scrubbed.
2: <laughs> That's all right. We're already scrubbing the first audio. That's not even going to be recorded. There's
0: going to be a lot of nonsense. Okay. Quite frankly, I, there is not a t- there's a lot going on, but not a lot I want to talk about. So it's a
2: weird day. It is a weird day. I think that when we said no so to go mu- to a movie with me today, it's amazing. It's a timing issue. Bro. Jesse, you said know, no to me, stop it. You know, I would go. This has been such a whirlwind of drama since the national that Not this anymore. is like the first day where it's like, oh, we're back to normal. We've already reported on everything else. There's, I mean, there's always going to be like the tiny little, you know, someone scammed this person and that I hate it, but you Let can't report scam. on Let all them of scam. it. That's Let them scam. That's what I say. Scammers scam. Yep. <laughs> And Happy
0: if, to promote your scams. Let us let us know
2: if this episode to you seems a little off kilter from the last couple. Enjoy it. Yeah, is what I today. say. Yeah, Mike. What do you think about being a dad? You're going to be a dad in like two weeks, so.
0: Well, we'll see. <laughs> I have what does that mean? officially 24 days at 24 the well, maybe 25 days. at the longest. Could happen any any day now.
2: Do you think you will think about cards at all in the first hour the child's born? Because you usually think about it constantly, I would think.
0: In the first hour? I mean, what am I going to do in the, hotel- in the hospital?
2: <laughs> what do I do? I'm going to bring some boxes. <laughs> Baby are breaks. Are you breaking during the... Is Has it Santa Anna agreed to any kind of filming? I will get in there. You're not in the... room. No, we have agreed nobody's coming in the room. Even me? And- me? <laughs> yeah, even you. That's... Okay, I get like parents- I couldn't even come to the hospital for your kid for like a week. Yeah, well, she was in the NICU. You couldn't do anything not- anyway. Sure. What are you going to do? Film my I- kid, you weirdo? Well, I mean, there's people want to cherish you, the moment. I'll tell you what I've dropped the ball with, though. Totally. I really want to get like this
0: project going of like stuff to buy for the kid in his birth year to like, give him like like, oh, like product. I think time capsule stuff is great.
2: Oh, I hate time capsules because they're, they're titillating. I always want to open a time capsule and I'm not allowed. But
0: I've not come up with a good project to do yet. So at first I was like, I'm going to buy stuff that's serial number 23 of whatever because the oh. birth year. I'm like, that's I don't know. I don't really care. So I have bought him nothing. <laughs> I'm not giving him any money. I had a I'll gift. I'll pay for his room and board for the first 12 years. Then he's on his own.
2: I had a gift, and then Sam told me to cancel it because she didn't think it would, Hannah would appreciate it. What was so it? I, I may still use it in another way. So I'm not going to tell you. So don't worry about it. Consider yourself titillated, just like myself. I don't care. Um, we do have other things we are going to talk about on the show, though. Let's be clear. We have we a s- segment about oh. hype versus performance. This
0: is where we're starting. And it's the only thing I care about.
2: We have uh, a few other things to to discuss, including autographs. We have a guest who... Here's the thing. I don't want to pronounce his name because now Mike got in my head that Sean. I'm saying it wrong. I think We're it's Sean.
0: He's, like, he's like 20 years old. We can call him whatever we want. He's not going to correct us. No, absolutely yeah. not. So okay. yeah, in-person autos. He's made a business out of this. We're actually going to talk to him. He can kind of give you the heads up on what's what. Okay. So somebody made a post on Facebook yesterday I thought it was actually a very, very intriguing post. And it was... Um, we all know uh, who I'm trying to remember exactly who it was. It was something like Daniel Jones is better than Desmond Ritter. Oh. What is up with these prices it, it, And the general statement and the conversation proceeded from there of mm-hmm. it, uh, the reasons came up national treasures, football drop yesterday. Yep. Not a ton of sales yet. Cause it, it just came out. I couldn't find anything. I did find two that sold on Facebook. Okay. So an RPA of Brock Purdy with damage on it, though, the back of it was pretty dinged up, oh. sold for 11,000. One of them that was numbered to eight. So a variation of the NT RPA sold for 18,000. Those are the only what two I've numbered? confirmed. Yeah,
2: numbered to eight. Number. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Number to eight. And, and then I the true RPA is numbered to 99. Oh, OK. And the whole point was so like then my thought was, well, you, we know this, though. But look at the people who buy National Treasures football. Yeah. Now, granted, there's some established guys who are buying National Treasures football as well. But the majority of, of NT football in particular is like backyard probably ripped 300 cases yesterday. Like this, Those are the type of rooms that are ripping a ton of this stuff of pro- type of product. It's young guys chasing the hottest thing. Yes. It's- so it's insane to me the pricing. But if we're going to do that, okay, then Peyton Manning should outsell everybody not named Tom Brady and Joe Montana. And that's not real. So I think it's funny that we always get caught up in this hype versus performance thing. It's just the way it is.
2: There's definitely two parts of this hobby, right? It's not just performance. It has to do with the possibility of performance. Yeah, it the has been
0: better played like four games, of and course.
2: Th- that's where the gambling aspect comes in for so many people who right. see this as like, oh, cards are just a gamble. There, I think there's definitely an argument to be made. On both sides. I've always said the ultra high end, especially. But if you are spending like almost if you're spending 10K for a box that the odds are you're pulling out maybe a thousand dollars in value if you're you know, doing great. I think that is the product that has never been as appealing to me. I, would I love one? Sure. But I just can't like make the financial sense no. in my brain.
0: No. I, and, and the other thing I just it, we get caught up, though. It's just so funny that this continues to come up. This is a large portion of the hobby, though. And you're absolutely right. It's just a split segment of it. Me and you are going to sit here and say I would never buy. I'm, I feel that way about all these guys, but I'm never going to go out and buy an expensive Luka. I'm not going out and buying an expensive uh, Brock Purdy, even Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence next you this love year love
2: Trevor Lawrence. Trevor this... could
0: very well be the best quarterback in football this year, not named Mahomes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not buying Trevor right now. It's, it's too much for me. I just the downside is way more than the upside could be. Yeah. But again, who cares? There are so many young, and it's not just young, because there's old dudes who do this, too. They want to prospect and chase the, like the next guy that could be unbelievable as opposed to just go out and buy the Peyton or the Elway or whatever, or the Drew Brees. Yeah. It's an interesting point. At the same time, though, I'm just like, hey, this is what it is. I just feel like we always get content around these like that subject whenever this comes out, when Flawless comes out, when Prism comes out. And it's like, right, but stop trying to put everybody in the same box. Like the the, the twenty four year old who has money in this hobby or who just has money from his parents mm-hmm. wants to go out and buy the Desmond Ritter because Desmond Ritter might start seven and zero and that kid could make eighty percent on his card. He doesn't care that sure. I could go out and buy a Peyton Manning Bowman Chrome rookie for six hundred dollars, and in twelve years it might be it, it's not going to be worth less and it's probably going to be worth nine hundred and twenty dollars. You know, but that that's not how most people think. i think about it the majority not even the majority a lot of people sure
2: well and i think like there's a mentality where it goes back to again like since i'm from the stock world i think about like more per uh prospective investments like something that you have a real shot at doing well it's a small cap versus a large cap you know your blue chips versus your you know brand new it company this is almost every time the more conservative investor and that may be more conservative in life, financially speaking. They're going to go after your all-time greats versus the young guy who has much more time to invest and therefore sure. can take a loss. Is like, ah, well, I don't care. I think this guy could be big, and I might double my money in a few months. So. Where are you
0: at lifetime? If you had to guess on your on your stock
2: performance, are you um, up or down? Oh, in my stock, does that include four hundred one k? Because I get to choose the investments in there. If you include, I thought you drained that thing. No. Well, I had, I've drained a 401k. I have another 401k. I never
0: had one. I'm thinking i will get one.
2: Well, you can't get a 401k, but you could definitely can, get like can, an IRA. I can so. go get a 401k. Well, I don't know if you know how it works, but that's okay. Um, Are you up or down, if uh, to say, in your trading?
0: I just in remember my the personal
2: days- trading, I am probably down in my actual like long-term investments. I'm and that just goes to show like how speculative all of these, like, that's where I mainly invested in was like either penny stocks or like not all garbage stocks, but a lot of stuff that just has high upside uh, returns, but really low probability. That's what I spent a lot of my younger years investing in. And that's probably why I uh, am down overall in those. But with the the money that I thought was going to last me a longer time, I invested it more conservatively in index funds. And it is by far the best investment. like it it's not even like best investment for a conservative fund. A lot of these are really good investments for someone who has a high risk tolerance. So I don't know. I think there's something to be said of, hey, yes, it sounds great. And maybe you could flip it in a few months. But if I would have just bought a Joe Montana like in 2020 versus, I don't know, the Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably be. What if we
0: had bought in Tesla when no, it was an IPO?
2: Dude. Do you remember the price? Wasn't it 18 or something? $17. 17? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. You look back and. That's when you were. Hindsight. Lay- that's when you were on
0: Colonial. Hind- and i come in, you were laying on your couch, <laughs> nothing on but your boxers, you, teaching it, yourself. You remember what you were doing? Remember what you were learning at the time? Coding? When you or? were a date? No, 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 no. Spanish.
2: <laughs> you were laying there you blade? remember that? Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was trying to learn oh, Spanish. I thought you had months to live. Do you remember you put the gym in my garage and then. The one time I said nope, I didn't want multiple times, the one time I didn't want to work out. You just went into the garage. because I gave you a key to the garage because you could go work out there anytime because you had nowhere to put the workout equipment. Correct. So you went in there and I just think, oh, he's working out, making well, a lot of noise. The whole freaking thing. I just like all of a sudden I realized, oh, he's gone. It's quiet. And I go out there and it's just gone. And you had nowhere to put it. You just took it away. Doesn't though.
0: matter. Yep. You, <laughs> you're not going to use it. You're not going to use it.
2: I didn't. It was for you. Oh, I know Those are real
0: fear. I was like, I don't need to be the one to find him on this couch.
2: Because I honestly I am, thought, I was like, honestly, if I do, I'm probably just going to leave. Bro. It's like just a family thing. I just said a new pb in. j Well, this j. is like
0: 15 years. I'm talking PB 12 years j. ago.
2: I've decided to start saying instead of PR, I'm going to say PB4J. It's a personal, personal best, for, best Jesse. for Jesse. That's you. You get it. 175 on the bench. I don't like to How brag many about reps? it. One. Nice. But still. That's good. One. I'm, I'm I've happy. I'm, I'm legit the last, smiling. My last. Well, you're not smiling. It was 150. Don't smile. Don't, smile, smile, know, don't <laughs> smile. I went from 150 to 175. I was very I think impressed impressive. with that. Do you ever use smelling salts in the gym? No. You should. I'm, I'm getting good. some I for the I office. I'm going to do one for the Before we start a I'm podcast. I'm going to have this place rented out before you <laughs> just, do any of that. I can guarantee it. We're just going to start whiffing stuff to get us all pumped. Um, that's the mindset, the though. Yeah,
0: I mean, I just, that that is the mindset, by the way. We don't need to keep critiquing it. I don't need to see a bunch of content about it. It's okay. If people want to go crazy and spend $15,000 on a Kenny Pickett NTRPA, even though he's a 500-ish quarterback, they're going to do it. Yeah. But that is the reason. We don't have to keep like dissecting this. The reason is people think, hey, but he is going to be the Joe Burrow. even Burrow. Burrow was good. And then all of a sudden, he was unbelievable mm-hmm. and his stuff went nuts. Trevor Lawrence, by the way, last year. Beginning of the year, it was like, this guy is so overrated. Look what he did. And then he goes absolutely nuclear at the end of the year. He was phenomenal. I don't know how many people in the league, like legit right now, if you said you need a quarterback right now to start your roster around, Mahomes is number one. Anybody who disagrees I'm with me. I'm trying to think,
2: because we haven't talked anything about doing fantasy yet. And I was trying to think, if even, I did a fantasy, well, but not would not even I fantasy. Buy? I'm talking real life. If you said, hey, what QB gives you the best chance to win
0: this year? It's it's Patrick Mahomes. If any, and again, anybody disagreeing with that is a donkey. Just just total moron. He's unbelievable. I mean, statistically, it would make sense. And he wins. Yeah. I okay, Just I mean, but if you wanted to tell me number two was Trevor, now you could argue number two is Joe. Fine, but if you, but like Trevor is that good, and he's still barely living up to the price of his all time hype, mm-hmm. because again, hype was unbelievable. Yeah. So that's kind of where I have the. But if guys want to do that, fantastic. Go nuts. I think you should have fun with it. It inflates the prices of some of the stuff like crazy. No question. Uh, I have. I do think it's insane how
2: cheap some of the other stuff is. Like, well, if you took out hype before you jumped too far, like if you took out hype, you would miss that. Like there'd be such a large portion of this hobby that would be gone because so many people we've talked about use this as like a secondary source of income. Yeah, it
0: would just make it. I don't know. I, I, you don't have to subscribe to it to to understand that it also is something that's working.
2: Yeah, exactly. I, I just think like the there's so many opportunities to buy low, sell high, and do it just consistently on some of these cards. Like even like most of these players, I was pulling up uh, both 2021 and 2020 quarterbacks, and for the majority of them, they are almost like flat over the last three to six months. I mean, they, they, but if you look at the sales in between there, they had some real big spikes and real big down spikes, I don't know, whatever, but there's plenty of opportunity to get rid of it. Thank you. To get rid of it, buy it and then do it again multiple times. So I, it's just, Hey, this is people in the hobby generating wealth for some, of course, you're gonna have some losers in there as well, but that's hopefully what we're benefiting the audience with is get an idea for where to actually spend your money wisely if you're going to.
0: It also helps, by the way, the other, the blue chip type guys. If you want to go out and get the Peyton, the Drew, the Montana, the Elway, the Brady, uh, it does help there, too, because the thought happens, like the conversation we just had happens all the time everywhere. Well, if he's worth this and he's like Justin Herbert is worth X, mm-hmm. he's never going to be as good as a fringe top 10 guy like Drew Brees. Let me just go get the Brees that inevitably pulls those up as well. But I did think it was interesting. I I actually saw, uh, I was watching Sports Card Radio's YouTube the other day and they had a thing of, I think it was only like five years ago, the top 10 fantasy quarterbacks and most of them are gone now. Brady, all these guys have retired or maybe it was 10 years ago even. They're gone because of retirement. They aged out. Right, retired, gone not in the league anymore. Yeah, yeah. And it was amazing. Like some all-time greats. uh, Breeze, uh, obviously Peyton. Well, yeah, it must have been 10 years ago. So it was Breeze, Peyton, Phillip Rivers, uh, Andrew Luck, Tom Brady, all these guys are like unbelievable. And it's like, yeah, Brady's the only one with any staying power out of that group with like substantial pricing. Yeah. Because we do. We kind of just move on and then that's kind of where it is. It's like out of sight, out of mind and especially, in, it is weird though with football especially. Baseball is not like that entirely.
2: Yeah, I could see there I, being I, I a little I feel like there's more staying more, power with baseball than there is yeah. with football. Well, I think there's also, I think football has such a, you know, there's a short window to invest in in football. And it is also like very much a week to week I guess like a week to week um difference in pricing versus baseball. You have like so many games per week. It could be, I don't know. There's so many different factors that contribute to that. So you have to think of it as a hey, no matter who I'm in, I'm investing in this person for a longer period than. If I'm in Justin Herbert and he does bad one week, okay, I can just drop him. I can forget about him sure. versus like daily daily Cruz baseball. or whatever. He does like great. Oh, I'm investing in him. He does bad for a couple of games. I'm not necessarily just getting rid of him because we all know that there's going to be 20 more games in between the time, you know, the end of the sentence. So that's an over-exaggeration. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of games in just baseball. Just an
0: exaggeration. It's not an over-exaggeration. It's
2: already exaggerated. But you can over-exaggerate. You can exaggerate and over-exaggerate. Not like, in my world. I though. think you're handsome. I think you're very handsome. One of those is over-exaggerating. By the way, this
0: is just to go back on a quick baseball thought. Gunnar Henderson is now minus 200. Yoshida is plus 180. That race is tightening. My um, boy, Tristan Castle. Speaking Casas, of
2: baseball, did you see the Trout Otani dual card? What is
0: this? 85 people sent me this picture.
2: They signed it in person or something? I don't know when. I mean, I'm sure they signed it somewhere. It's a but It's a pulled card. This is a, I believe it's a Tops Now card, and it was one from the, um, the what is it? The World Baseball... Oh, Com- the World
0: Baseball Classic. Classic,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I believe it was a Tops Now, and there's three of them. They hand-numbered them one of three, Otani and Trout, because it was like when Otani was he pitching struck, yeah, to Trout. at struck them out
0: at the end of the, to end the championship yeah. game.
2: It was amazing. It's very cool. And Otani signed it uh, in Japanese. Trout signed it like in English, and I think... One of them says, like, go U- team USA um, or two of them say go team USA. One says, like, go captain. I couldn't even really read it all the way, but it's very cool, unique inscriptions. Everyone's talking about what kind of price these would actually have. I'm trying to find it. I can't see. I don't see it. Uh, let's see. If you go to Trout, I think Trout was the one who originally posted it. Here, look over here. There Make you a go.
0: Put up a- oh, yeah, here we go.
2: I mean, it's it's pretty cool. So
0: they signed it, you
2: sent it in. And of course, I think it's Trouts that gets the 1010. The other two. Oh, wait, no, two of them got 1010. They're all the same. One of them got a 910. Right. All the same card, though. Yeah, all the same card. It's just, but I think it was the guy, this guy right here in this other picture. So I think it's just a fan or somebody who. He got the third one? I guess. I don't know. There's no way that's just a fan, right? Who is this guy? uh, Yeah, I'm not 100%. But. Bottom line is, oh look, Ruben's even commenting on here. Yeah, there's uh, some real, real jealousy over. I like that, that comment right
0: there by spinatron Hobby is going places. Two hundred thousand likes, twelve hundred comments. Just after like an hour.
2: That's cool. That is actually really cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, I want that card. So if anybody has it and wants to or steal, wants Mike's, to steal it,
0: Shohei's or the other guy.
2: I mean, I'd like the ten ten. So I think the other guy probably is getting the the nine ten, but his is also numbered one out of three. Do you think that matters no, when not. it's that low of a number? Do, do people care if it's I've like never, one, two, I've or three? I've never cared about that. It's always amazed me. I do think like a one out of, I almost think one out of 10,000 is cooler than like a one out of 20 or something. The only thing I've ever thought was interesting
0: was when it's a jersey number. And even that, like Brady's yeah. 12, you know, Griffey's 24. Sure. That's cool. But other stuff I don't really care about.
2: Okay. That's well, pretty wild. Yeah. So that's a thing that's happening in the world. If you guys uh, are interested in grabbing yourself one, you can't. So forget about it. Give up on that dream. Um, Done. Next up, up on most of them. So <laughs> uh, I did want to mention, I have confirmed I'm getting three cases from our boy Eddie over at SCN Breaks. He is going to send me three cases of the 2023 Leaf Pop Century. Could not be more excited about it. Um, Clint? Eastwood Clint Eastwood is probably my biggest, not uh, even chase. close. He is going to, he's going to outsell anybody else in that set three to one. I get, I bet some people already have some product cause I've seen a few cards up like the McCulloch Culkin. Um, it's like numbered out of 82 or something. I think that one just sold. Actually, I'm wondering it, no, I guess it is from that, that product, uh, sold for like $37. I'm honestly surprised that one didn't go higher. Um, you got Lil Uzi. He's going for like 30 bucks. Yeah, no, nobody's really. But those are not from it. the actual pop set. It's from the other set. I think it says no. Twenty twenty three pop century. Uh, oh, pre- it says preview. So I don't know. It does. These cards don't look the same. That's as what I mean. The that's, pictures. There's that white box preview set. This is different. That's what that is. OK, I was I'm glad to hear that because I'm like, Dude, why Clint, are these not
0: going for more? The Clint Eastwood's going to be a, at least a thousand dollars. So he just had a signing. Sean will tell uh, the Sean change Sean, whatever. He had a signing with Eastwood, or he was telling me about this somewhere. It was $750 an autograph just to have him sign a piece for you. Holy and it sold out like instantly. Which, by the way, Clint Eastwood, what a boss. Guys, oh, mule dude. and drugs across
2: the country. <laughs> he Josie Wales. And it's now he's Jose signing. Do you know Josie Wales? <laughs> the outlaw Josie Wales? No, never heard just of it. making sure. Oh Unforgiven,
0: never heard of it. And now he's just like signing autographs for $750 a piece. He's like 93. I mean, greatest the, American film star of all time.
2: You've no, 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 because you said that about Al Pacino or somebody I've recently. Never, you said that about somebody else. I said, recently. Tom, I said Tom Cruise is the greatest film star now. So now he's the greatest American because Tom well, Cruise is not American film star, Here we action go. star. Caveat, How do we differentiate? caveat.
0: Actor, Cruise is a better film actor, but Clint Eastwood put together the whole thing. His whole Dude, producing, directing, not being dead at ninety.
2: I don't, Come on. I disagree with his, act. I mean, he acts fine, but again, he's a very, fine. he's very much an Al Pacino-ish guy where it's like, he has one character that he does really well. It's like the gritty old gruff roof. dude. Yeah. Pacino's better than that. I mean, I don't, that's fine if you want to, I, I mean, a there is t- no argument that Daniel Day-Lewis is the best actor of all time. Tom uh, Tom Hanks. No, he's better than Tom Hanks. I I prefer Tom Hanks as far as like- Daniel Day-Lewis has done like five movies though. Because he gets, he's so good. He gets to pick and choose whenever he wants to work. He basically retired after his last movie. He just said he was done because he was like, yeah, accomplished what what I wanted to. Uh, I think it was called The Phantom Thread. I didn't see it, but bottom line is he's- I mean, talent-wise,
0: fine, but you cannot be the best of all time having done five things when other people
2: have done 500- I'm not saying that I don't want a Tom Hanks auto probably over a Daniel Day-Lewis, but do I recognize the significance of his craft? I absolutely do.
0: I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying you have to put the whole thing together. Tom Hanks might be the greatest actor of all time.
2: If, you had to have, if they made a card of one Tom Hanks movie, what would it be for you? What would you want it to be?
0: That's funny. I don't like a lot of Tom Hanks. I
2: mean, I like him, but... <laughs> It is true. <laughs> you talk up Tom Hanks and then realize, let's oh, what, I don't
0: like Tom but Hanks. But think of what he's done. He's done stuff like Road to Perdition. Joe he's versus done like the comedies. Volcano. That's what I mean.
2: He's done everything. I mean, obviously, it's got to be Forrest Gump, though, right?
0: Come on. Forrest Gump? I like Gump. Gump uh, might be my favorite. Man, is that my favorite, Tom Hanks?
2: Think Green, about it. Green Mile? Green Mile is also a movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe
0: Gump. I actually like Castaway, too, though.
2: Splash? Also, what, what's your favorite Tim Allen movie? And if it's not Jungle to, to Jungle, then just stop. Don't say anything. Is that when he adopts the kid, Mimi Siku? He didn't adopt it. It was his biological child. He just went to go get him. Cat
0: P? Wasn't that the I kid's name? I love that
2: you know it's Mimi Siku. Mimi Siku. Siku. I That's remember that amazing. movie.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I came from a broken home. I know what I'm
2: talking we, about. Yeah. Right, hey, right here, there with you, brother. De Niro, as good um, as anybody. We, uh, we also got news. Do you have anything to say about Robert? I'm trying to think if there's anything that I've just absolutely loved Pacino, or Robert uh, the De thing. Niro uh You've to go gangster movies with him. And you I know, can't that's do the it. thing. I understand. I'm just not as well-versed in all that no world. No problem. Um, call Dad. No, we're not calling Dad. <laughs> oh, call um, the number
0: I gave you real quick. It's just be a super quick conversation. Somebody asked me a question, just call it. It's going to be fun. Just call the numbers. Just Can I up? ask
2: the audience what they think I should do in a situation where Mike just says. And if they don't, if they don't says, say anything, you have
0: to call it. Ask the audience. Mike,
2: texts me a number, which I'm pretty sure this is a New Hampshire number. You wouldn't know it if it slapped you in the 603. face. It's a 603. It's a 603 number. not to read the whole thing. I'm not. But man, he just wants me to call this number randomly and not tell me what it's about. Did the audience answer you? Have they gotten back to you yet? I mean, since we don't have very much other content to do it's until fine. our guest gets here, then.
0: We have plenty of other things to do. Not? This is what I want to do. All right. Don't don't. This is why we should have two or three people in the studio at all times. Well, with days like this, absolutely. A producer. Just people would
2: vote on my side. In. Eddie. Yeah, Eddie. say, Eddie, something, say something right now.
0: See, that's what I mean. Eddie's in here just throwing facts. Somebody yes. else is. Sc- yeah,
2: we got him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. and that's what we're getting.
0: That's what we're getting from Eddie.
2: Killed <laughs> got five, it. Eddie. Got a five
0: o'clock shadow, when he's too good for the show. Eddie, what are you also, doing?
1: You guys didn't mention Denzel Washington. I'm just. Gonna
2: oh, put that out. Okay. oh, okay. See? Okay, yeah. so now, now that's actually it? see that's why we need people like yourself, Eddie. Um, okay, favorite
0: Denzel movie? Oh, Training Day. Training Day. He okay. won an Academy Award for that too, didn't
2: he?
1: Yeah, he did. He did.
0: Man, I feel I like was there's underrated.
2: movies where he's made me cry, and I'm trying to think what that like. Dude, um,
0: underrated Denzel movie? The Hurricane. I read that book too. The Hurricane. He was a boxer. Hurricane's a great movie. Yeah, he great was movie. a boxer. Got arrested for murder he didn't commit. And then, like, goes to, like, studies law in prison and got himself out. It's actually Man. pretty amazing. I, I feel the, like
2: I'm missing out on so many, something like... Something Hurricane Car- John Hurricane Carter? All right, I'm Hurricane looking. Hurricane Carter, I think so. It's pretty impressive. Uh, Roman J. Esquire. I Did you call to the s- number? I didn't see that yet. We got... You sidetracked me, bro. Now I was looking... At, I've got it ready if you want me to go and do it.
0: That's a good one. Denzel. Well, play. Eddie comes
2: out of nowhere. You insult
0: the facial hair. He just slings fire at you.
2: Well, that's why you shouldn't insult anybody. That's why I should. Sure. I
0: insulted him and then he came up and with it.
2: That's where where we get People perform good better under negative reaction.
0: All right. Here we go. I
2: don't, I apologize. Just call
0: the number, for goodness sake. Get the Jimmy's down. Shut your
2: turn. I'm trying to call. Quiet. Oh, I already have this number on my phone. Just so, see?
0: <laughs> Not that eventful.
2: Well, somebody normal. asked a question. I'm trying to think of the answer.
0: Somebody asked me. I'm going to ask Russ. I can't tell you. He didn't have answers anyways. Traveling salesman now for Verizon. Too good to talk to people. He'll pick up for me.
2: Hello? I hey. knew you'd pick up for me.
0: What are you doing? Working. No, oh, okay. That's a driving around. Are you at Dunkin' Donuts or what? <laughs> Just leaving. Are you really? <laughs>
1: Yeah. I
2: knew it. No way. Yeah, this is a
0: corporate man. Oh, working. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: You Boston boys are Bar- all Large
0: ice, three cream. <laughs> I'm telling you, unbelievable. They're not even a show sponsor. Hey, somebody asked me this today. What was the first card show you remember? And I was thinking to myself, what was the first card show I would have ever gone to?
1: For you?
2: Oh, man. I like how you're using uh, Wes as a, your memory bank. Well, he was older than me. I, I, figured the I was there when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, it would probably have been a Howard Johnson.
0: That's what I was thinking. The oh, Hojo, yeah, and then you, yeah, hey, you yep.
1: remember,
2: remember the other one, the Raymond, New Hampshire ones.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, yep.
2: Were there? Was it just as big as the National is these days? Oh, just the same size. <laughs> the Howard Johnson, the
1: same size. The yeah. Howard
2: Johnson. We drove Russ's Chrysler there.
0: This car, you <laughs> remember this? This car used to be able to start the car, take the key out, and and just the car would run. I don't know what yep. if we forgot something in the house. I had to go in like he, hey, here's the keys. Go back and get something. Then we left. We drove all the way there, shut the car off without the keys. You can't start it without the keys. Oh, my God. However, it worked out great because our two sap fathers came down. <laughs> like, hey, we need you to bring us the keys. They came into the car show and bought us a bunch of stuff.
2: Oh, boom, boom, bam. Rest, uh yeah. you're on the podcast, by the way. He I knows. figured you should know that. Just oh, I probably legal- uh, legally have to say that. Yeah. Um,
1: well, if I'm on the podcast, I'll tell you this one. For the Raymond show, we set up, we both had, like, you know, some star cards and all that kind of stuff. We had a box full of... uh you
2: know, ten 10-cent cards, common cards, minus stars. Yeah, Singleberry over there went into my pile. Yep. Pulled out all of Tom Brady's because he was the backup to
1: Drew, Drew Bledsoe. That's right. Kept them all. Probably graded in them all. You know, it's what, uh, you know, financed his little venture off, I'm sure, but what he's doing now.
2: You owe him. You owe Russ. What you are you going to do? What are you going to do? I just made him famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I think Russ deserves probably ten thousand dollars. Uh, hang up the phone. Up the phone. What do you say, Russ? You think that's good? <laughs> he didn't even come That'd to a, he, he didn't even come to the baby shower. He's like, oh yeah, you didn't come down for the baby shower. What the heck? Well, i was mad. Oh, was that's fair. He
1: holds yeah, He's grudge. still mad
2: about the Tom Brady's. That makes sense. Russ, thank you very much for coming on the show, and uh, I love you. Goodbye. All right, sorry. Right.
0: Appreciate it. Love you guys. I knew he'd be at Dunkin' Donuts. Anytime he tells me he's working. Every time I call him, he's another one too. He's amazing. He only calls me from the drive-through line, Duncans. We'll be talking for three minutes. All right, hang on a second. Yeah, large, large half and half. Cut your nails,
2: kid. I'm like, what do you? Why don't you just order the coffee and then call me? Nope. I, uh, whenever I was working up in Boston and with uh, Jackson for finance stuff. The guy that I, we would call pick Larry me up in the morning, the guy who would pick me up every morning would always bring me a Dunkin, a large Dunkin with like you guys always drink your Dunkin iced and with so much cream and sugar. It's crazy. I don't drink coffee. So well, just Larry, are
0: you talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Call him. Can don't we call Larry?
2: Stop with the calling people. We're not just gonna okay. This isn't going to devolve. We into haven't that. had a fun just goof around showing a while. I thought we'd I just know. call Larry, by the way. Remember the Titans is my Called favorite Denzel. Yeah, I. I knew there was something that like rang out from my childhood. Remember the Titans. I think is probably my favorite of his. That's pretty good. I mean, there's emotion in there. There's action, football action, sports action. I'm aware. I've seen them. Have play. you? You know they play football in that movie. Sure. Yeah. Well, that was a the theme. The other thing that we're doing uh, this week, in fact, and I, I'm going to try and do it all in tomorrow's uh, live. So tomorrow, twelve o'clock central time, there is going to be a giveaway of the la liga select nft packs from panini these are super low number it's basically like how they did the first off the line with optic football recently where you are essentially guaranteed to pull something that was going to sell for at least five to ten bucks if not more um they're doing this again where it's just super low print the fact that i'm getting as many packs as i am is i, I think there's a few people who probably have an issue with it because they were only gonna send 10 packs at first because it's there's so few of them. Uh, but then they upped it and now I'm getting fifty packs. So uh I mean, there's a there's a live going on tomorrow on YouTube, twelve o'clock central time. Uh if you're listening to this, go out there. You can go ahead and notif- set it set it to notify you when we go live. But again, twelve o'clock Central Friday. All I the have 11th. Is mo-
0: I all I have are mosaic soccer packs. Well,
2: you're not getting them because you didn't do anything. You weren't on the call, bro.
0: You weren't the there. Call it a,
2: oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah, well, you should have been The there one wrong. time I don't show, everybody Here's the else thing: does. If you want some packs, just join the live, and maybe you'll get one. We'll see. All right, one more note before we get the guest in here.
0: Simmons, I love this. Simmons just tech just tweeted, it's August 10th. I'm not doing my podcast again for 10 more days, but I'd like to get this on the record right now. You can laugh, you can make fun of me, call me a homer, I don't care. I haven't read the rest of this because I have to, to see more. This has to be a take about the Patriots winning like 14 games this year. Oh, geez. here we go. Anyways, the 20, 20 Patriots are going to have one of the best three defenses in the NFL. That's actually mild for as bad as his homer takes are. That's not terrible. Okay, well, there
2: you go. I, what are we taking like a two month vacation? It, I don't know if we're at that Bill Simmons level yet, but you know. Are we not? We're oh, not. We already not. Even signed. This. Simmons blew us off too.
0: Bill's doesn't do not do the pod for 10 days. You need to get Bill back on here.
2: Our guest, Sean, do you want to intro him?
0: No, that's it. I don't know much about the kid. I met him once in person. He made a bad joke with me and Denton and I thought he was somebody else. And I was like, I told Denton, as soon as he walked away, I was like, keep the little kid away from me. <laughs> and he was like, no, that's Sean. And I thought, oh, okay, never mind. He was at the National last year. Uh, well, you know, now that's I always like good. Him. I like Sean
2: now. Judging books by their covers, you didn't like him at first, but now you know you do because he's great for the I just found out he's 17. Group. Now I don't like him at all. I need to know, are you really smart because you said you're going off yeah, to college? Is,
0: yeah. What is going on here? What's your IQ? Make it, do the picture thing.
1: IQ, I have no idea, but I would. I would say I'm pretty smart. I'm a journalist for Sports Illustrated Kids. Um, and have what? been for five years now. So,
0: Why yeah, are you maybe, hang on a I, I Why was, are you just adminning our Facebook <laughs> group for free? I thought you were some loser in a basement. This kid's like on a career path. Why did you think he was a loser? God, because I he, swear to you, re-
2: Sean, he doesn't mean to insult no, you. No, I like Sean. Like, he knows he this. can't help it, though. No, I'm not no, insulting yeah. him.
0: I'm insulting what I thought he was. But now that I know he's the real deal, you're Come writing on. for Sports Illustrated Kids for
2: five years? That is pretty cool. What do you do? What do you write?
1: Um. So... It, it just it's like a, it's like a process that you when you apply it's supposed to be for one year and you just write a bunch of essays so i did that when i in 2018 19 um and they i guess they liked me so they kept me on for so for this many years um but you just pitch ideas to you're assigned an editor at sports illustrated and you pitch ideas and if they like it and they have the connection then um they they set it up so like my favorite one that i've done is I interviewed Pete Alonso when he was a rookie at, at Citi Field. And like, I and, it, and that one actually made the magazine, the August 2019 magazine or 2020. Um, and they, I printed it out or they gave me like, you know, the official copy. They, I, I again, then I got it signed by Alonso at a signing and he wrote a nice article, Sean on, and then as an inscription and signed it. So I have that framed up, um, mm. and the rest are on the website.
2: That's amazing. How did you uh can guy, can other like young guys listening to this if they want to be an aspiring journalist, can they write in to somewhere and do the same thing like to try and get a position?
1: Yeah, I mean, I actually was helping out or trying to help out a friend his kid um do it. I think applications open in February or January, but it's on it's on the Sports Illustrated Kids website. Um I just happened to get the connection cuz my mom's a pediatrician and one of her patients Works for Sports Illustrated, and she knew I liked to write, so I got that connection. I still have to apply, obviously, but that's sure. how I I first found out about it. But I'm pretty sure applications open in January or February on the on the website.
0: All right, talk to me about this autograph thing, Sean, because this is a this is a whole world I know very little about, and this kid is doing. He was talking about this last year. He's been here for a few years now, and he called me last week and was like, hey, this is like a business now. I'm doing X amount of transactions and and like signings for people. Give me like the elevator pitch here of what it is you do right now, Sean.
1: So basically what I do is I go to different shows around the country, or I'm going to, um, when I figure out my college schedule. I've been to the national and I've been to a few GTSM shows. Um, but I handle items sent in by customers, and get them autographed by the player and then offer a service where I submit them to PSA right after which eliminates you know the step on the customer's end that ends up being a little more expensive and I make it a seamless transition because it does get a little confusing um but I pride myself on making sure the cards are handled properly and making it as transparent for the customer as possible I think in the autograph industry there isn't a ton of transparency with all the different promoters and fanatics now being involved. So being transparent is the number one thing I want to, I want to bring to the table with, with my company.
2: What's your company called?
1: SAG autographs. Okay.
2: Okay. So what would you say for the guy who goes up to, I don't know, uh, a guy at a game? Do you care about that? Or do you only go into signings where it's at a card show or something like that?
1: So that's an, it's an, it's, it's an interesting point. I think, going to do in-person autographing at a game or hotel is an obviously a very cost-effective way to do it. Um, but I just think it's not, if you're, if you want high end pieces, I think it's very risky because, you know, these guys are swamped. They have to sign for a bunch of kids, a bunch of fans. Normally they sign with a dead marker or they won't sign where you want it or in the color that you want, or they might give you the quote unquote street graph, which is, you know, just initials as opposed to their full autograph. um, so that is not really what I what I focus on um just cuz I don't have the time to you know be running around New York City looking for these guys but I, I like the controlled setting because of a, of a private signing or a paid signing because that allows you to get your items done exactly how you want it and that's that's what I am doing for customers.
0: So how have you seen this change with Fanatics coming in the game now? Obviously it used to be IP I mean people were signing everywhere I know they've put some restrictions yeah. on that. What's what's changed in the last 6 months or a year?
1: So, it used to be you you were able to get all different types of cards signed. That's the main um issue that Fanatics has brought in is they put restrictions on cards that you're allowed to get signed. So, for example, I was telling you on the phone Mike how Peyton Manning used to do, you know, four three to four sign two to three signings a year and he's a Fanatics exclusive athlete and up until twenty twenty two, twenty twenty, late twenty twenty one, he was able to sign all cards. I mean, his price has remained pretty steady at four hundred nineteen dollars for flats. Um, but that would that would include top rookie cards, panini cards, whatever you wanted. For f-
2: then, I'm sorry, stop there for
1: flats. Yeah, what's a, like a flat yeah, rate? Right? So- no, so it's like a flat item. So oh, a photo, flat item. picture
0: uh, card. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Shoo. So 400 yeah, premium. bucks for a flat item. Okay. 419. Correct. That's a lot of money, by the way. Yeah, Correct. Okay.
1: Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. But
0: now, so now um, what's what's happened with him?
1: So now Fanatics um has taken two steps. The first step they took was they did not allow him to sign Panini cards because they have an exclusive agreement with uh uh Panini. That I don't know all the details about Mike, you probably know more than me on that specific, but guys like Bryce young and of this upcoming draft class can't sign cards at their signings that they do um but for Manning, they allowed him to sign tops cards, so you could still get rookie cards done, but you could not get let's say a panini kaboom card. You couldn't get that signed unless you had special access gotcha. then at his next signing, they fanatics. They have his exclusive, so they can tell him or his people what he can and cannot sign. And at his next signing, they told him no cards at all. So no rookie cards, no tickets, because tickets are now coming up as a premium item. So Fanatics wants to hold the monopoly on those in the marketplace. So no no cards of any kind and no tickets. So that's what Fanatics is doing, um, and kind of restricting what the customers and the fans can get, just so that you have to go to buy them on Fanatics' website. Or you don't have it at all.
2: Can I say how much I hate that? Like I, oh, it's miserable. Well, yeah, that it's is terrible, ridiculous. That the guy, the person, we're not talking about a company, but the individual person can't sign whatever they want to sign. Like I get, but he signed, get a their, they signed a contract to it make money. But it's the just, end user, though, exactly. I yeah. just because man, it used correct. to be huge.
0: Used to be huge money in this too. Like oh, there, sure. there, still is, but it used to be like, hey, if I just get this card signed at a signing, Sean charges me whatever, fifty bucks extra on top of the thing. You get the card back; it's encapsulated. I got four hundred dollars into it, but the item's worth eight hundred dollars. Now it's like we'll just go buy it for seven ninety nine. Man, <laughs> it, it, the, right? But here, here's we, another
1: one. Oh god, the thing that Fanatics hasn't really capitalized on though is they hurt the as Jesse was saying, they hurt the end user by not allowing us to get these cards signed. And forcing you to buy it on their website, but when they do that, they don't take advantage. They they get crappy cards signed and charge ridiculous amounts to, so where the point that it's not worth it anymore to buy. Like they get base, you know, third year cards signed and charge ridiculous prices where nobody's going to buy that. They're just going to wait until one goes on auction. And if you look at the comps, you'll see, you know, like a Trayvon Diggs base Prism rookie card um, just sold for like. Signed just sold for thirty seven dollars, and his last signing was, I believe, a hundred a hundred dollars. If, if I'm not mistaken, so like, what? if you wait long enough, you'll get it. But Fanax just doesn't know how to capitalize on it yet, in order to make it affordable for the end end user.
0: Well, and then I saw I know you were busy in the uh, the try was it TriStar that had the the signing area at the national. So yep. I, I heard a crazy story. I think this is true. This is about Kareem? Yeah. Did you yeah, hear I what happened with him. Kareem? Oh, a,
1: so Kareem, oh, d- if do, you do, we have time.
0: Yeah. Make it go quick. I'm moving off time for like 20 minutes, just, but yeah. T- no, fire. yeah. So,
1: so, so Kareem's manager. So I took thir- uh, 18 items for Kareem, including two rookie cards. And I know this is where you were going to touch on, but yep. the rookie cards, you, you pay based on the grade. So Kareem's manager would grade them on the spot. No matter if you brought <laughs> documentation of a PSA four, PSA five, whatever. There was the, the pricing was seven hundred for a one through four, and then it went up uh incrementally. And and I had a customer who cracked out a PSA four and a half, and they he kept the label so that we could show Deborah, um, the manager Kareem's manager. And when I went up there, it was a disaster. He didn't come by my uh my my table where like all the other athletes did, just because there was so much demand. So I had to bring everything to the public line. Um, and when I got up there to get the rookie card signed, she told me she looked at the card, she manhandled the card. Um, Ugh. it was a PSA four and a half with the label, and then she looked at it and gave her official review and and said it was an eight. What? So, and it was not my card, so I couldn't make the decision to go from seven hundred dollars to two thousand for an eight.
2: Just to clarify for the audience. He is charging you based on what they deem the card to be graded as. So, Correct. if he thinks you're going to make more money on it, he's, he he's wants to charge piece. you more for money. Yeah. That's insane. Well, it's not.
1: It's not. It's not him. It's his. It's his manager. Not. Not. Not Kareem himself. He was actually very nice, but his manager is the one that decides that, not him.
2: Okay. Well, still, man. That's... I'd like to know Deborah's history in grading cards. <laughs> she sounds. Like... <laughs> Deborah might be the donkey of the week. Do you Ooh. know? Is is. Is this the only athlete you know of that does this, or, or his management team, or are there others? I've never heard of that before. Yes, on condition. Yes,
1: that condition. Yeah, he's the only. He's the only one that I've I've seen that. Or yeah, Deborah's the one that does it.
2: Kareem, talk to Deborah. Get Deborah out of there. That is not cool. So, so what is the future here? Then let's wrap this thing up.
0: But I am curious. Like, what's the what's the plan? Are you going to build this business out? Is this just a side hustle until you go to college and waste four years of your life? Like, what's the deal? God. Well, college is overrated. No,
1: yeah you, yeah. Okay. Um, agreed, I, so. I, I think I think there is there's is a legitimate potential for a business here just because if just because of the volume I got in the first place and um, the PSA submission actually just was delivered yesterday. So when, when I see the grades and if the dual grades come back high that shows my ability to handle the cards with care and get the results needed. I think there is a business here because the future of autographs or aftermarket autographs is dual grade. High, um, high valued iconic cards with inscriptions, and that's what I got for, um, Brian Rice and a few others, including myself at the national. And I think if if these cards grade high, um, there is there is potential to grow because of the fact that that is the only untapped area of aftermarket autographs so far. So I think there definitely is potential to grow it with this business.
0: Nice. I wonder
2: if they do get to a point though where it's like. You know, once licensing eventually goes over to X completely, if they're just like, you can't sign cards or you can't sign right. certain that's, memorabilia at all. That's the worry. That's it. the worry. I mean, that because would be...
0: other people have even started doing this too. Sean, I I do want to bring this up. Like the the Bird Magic Doctor J. Yeah, there's like yeah. sees that if it like some of those guys. I don't know. I, I think it's Magic and Bird, especially. There is a crazy premium on that card for them to like yep. if they want Magic. to sign.
1: God, you probably know more, anyways. Magic, yeah, I completed that card actually, and I sold. I, I'm sold for a premium because of how iconic it is. But Magic charges ninety nine dollars for flat items, except for that card, which is a thousand. Bird oh my charges. <laughs> Bird charges. I think it's one forty nine for regular items, but he's four ninety nine on that particular card. And Doctor J charges one seventy nine for flat items, and that particular card is two two ninety nine. So there is a premium.
0: So you're talking $2,800 just to get them to sign that card. Jeez. I gotta, I, that's still on my list. I've got one. It's a, I think it's just an authentic card. The card is not great. It's not the dual grade. I don't know why, but it's a 10 auto. Get it done. Well, I want to upgrade too because I think it's like a five. I'd like to upgrade that card.
1: You know, the, the, you have yeah, one of those? I got, I got, I did and I sold. So I, I completed that project earlier this year and I'm pretty sure it's like one of the highest rated posts. sports card nonsense Facebook group, but I cracked out a PSA four and for some reason they bumped it to a 6 so i got a 610 and i sold it for 4000 in all cash and one just sold the other day for 6000 so it keeps it's going up
2: i think i'm changing my opinion already from from my initial learning of how the these guys are making money on this i don't know like uh, is there anyone getting cards graded not to make money no
0: i mean I well mean, that's, that's, not, that's hang on that's not true i just got a a huge like I would say 20 cards in my last SGC submission were literally just for my PC. They're never, I didn't grade it for the increase. I just want them slabbed and safe to throw in a box. Okay, so there are, it's I mean. There's still a huge yeah. portion of that, but with this market in particular, yeah. again, you talk about a raw card autographed, people may speculate and spend whatever, hundred bucks. You come back like a PSA 7 and a 10 auto grade. Mm-hmm. Hundreds, thousands, whatever.
2: Sure, I just yeah. that koozie
0: card I got. By the way, I bought the Bob Koozie rookie as a PSA two and a half. Yep. cracked it out. I spent seven hundred bucks on the card. Cost me a hundred bucks to get him to sign it, and he and he inscribed it for me. Mm-hmm. It came back a PSA yep. three ten. It's probably like twenty five hundred bucks.
1: Big, it's I mean, big. Yeah,
0: it's big. big. And I think it's a cool. I actually too. I think it's a lot cooler because it's just like it's a it's a vintage card. It has the. I, I think it's a cool market for it.
2: Which I mean, like, that's the thing. If there's something cool, there's something that people like that typically sells for a premium anyway, I guess it does kind of make sense. Why wouldn't the people that you're already paying for an autograph, why wouldn't they charge a little bit more for that specific card? Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm getting too corporate on it, but it does kind of make more sense the more I think about yeah, it.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thought is like with Magic Larry and all, you guys going to cash in down the road? I want mine up front. yeah. I don't right, really have, right, it. I, right. I guess I don't have too much of an issue. I have an issue when it's like, hey, you can't sign certain things. That's my bigger that, that problem. That I don't love. Yeah, I agree. But, so Sean, if people want to like use your service, I know you're advertising the Facebook group. I told them to start pinning stuff up. It's a cool service. Sure. Uh, do you have a website or anything else or is it just like reach out to you on socials?
1: I've created the, the website. It's all ready to go. I built it from scratch. It's going to launch on October 1st. Um, it'll be sagautographs.com. So it launches October 1st. Um, yeah, everything will launch October first. Um, the Facebook and Instagram is already up and running. Um, but my first big show that I plan on taking orders for will be GTSM Chicago in October. Guys like Justin Field, Bo Jackson, Ladainian Tomlinson, Brian Urlacher, guys like that. So it'll be it'll be it'll be fun.
2: Sean, thank you so much for coming on and talking in, about the autograph world. I think uh, we're both a little enlightened, and hear you having such success with it. Obviously, there's a market for it. So, uh, wish you all the best. Next man. time a Boston athlete's doing one of these, I
0: want a hookup. I'm going to tell you that right now. I got you.
1: I got all right, you. That's,
0: that's sure. it. I only did this for my own perks. I so. would also like Taylor Swift's autograph. So, just you no, know. you can ignore that. Whatever. Well, Sean, thank you for the info. Appreciate you sharing some insight to like a, I don't know, it's kind of like a, a different world of the collecting,
1: which I like. So, yeah. appreciate the time, man. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Hi, right, buddy. All right.
0: See ya. We'll see ya. Well, there you go. That's show. I, I
2: do. I really don't like him anymore. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> what he's the heck? Doing well, and he's smart and smart successful. Kid. Yeah. This college thing is a disaster. <laughs> I don't know what the college thing is about. I mean, he's doing him. You know, just let leave him be. He's doing just fine. He's making it is a business. interesting though. I,
0: I I do think it's an interesting world, and I'm telling you, those are some of the coolest pieces I have.
2: Their, your like autographs. the koozie the jim yeah.
0: brown i've got a couple like really cool with the inscriptions
2: i think it's awesome so it is a cool uh subset of collecting but i mean obviously yeah to hear fanatics is involved in that it does make you wonder where the future of that goes because yeah. think about like are there agents out there who are telling like these i don't know actors actresses musicians don't sign this or you can't sign it because you you sign it and, but there's not really yeah, there's not a thing where they have a autograph that's expensive. Like there's not a world where, hey, there's a marketplace where all these famous people's autographs get sold very consistently on their eight by 10 pictures of themselves. You know, eBay. I, I Pretty mean, consistent. yeah, but not like a an actual company that's selling them. It's all on like the secondary market. Oh, I see.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I see That's what you're the thing.
2: So I don't know. I guess if, if Zero Cool ever did what they were going to, like how would that initially set out to be where it was like, hey, somehow we got involved with agents or something and you had, you know, your musician autograph uh, product or your actor autograph product, then I could see a world where you would see even more limitation on autographs for famous people. But yeah, I guess it's really just sports player or just players at this point. Cool. Let's uh, bang on mailbag. Mailbag. Uh, we have got a large mailbag. We're not going to hit everybody, we unfortunately. Might. But uh, stop yapping. Just kidding.
0: That's a joke. I complimented you. Off one air. of
2: the <laughs> you complimented me off air. That's I can nice say whatever name. I want now. Uh, Adam Sick Miller, which is a sick name. What's your all-time favorite insert set? Any year, any sport?
0: oh late this and late 90s stuff. I think is phenomenal. Um, that's a good question. 2000, 2000. Flair, Sweet Spot Autos that came out of uh, Flair Showcase, one of my favorite of all time. And then just some of the uh, like the double-sided Stadium Club Refractors, the East West Coast Refractors, um, Bowman's Best, even like the old Bowman Best Atomic and stuff like that. I, I thought those were like the best cuts were the die-cut cards back in the day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then Topps Chrome Football late 90s was pretty cool. Yeah. Like the Gunslingers, there was just a number of those,
2: just the old late 90s football inserts to me were my favorite. I, and yeah, the baseball I mentioned. To say that I don't really love, like, I hate to say like a downtown is probably one of my favorites, but I do like, I love that and I love stained glass. Like, as far as like a more modern option, because <laughs> like the old 90s stuff, some of it, I'm like, it's some of it was so wacky. It's hard to tell what's an insert and what was just like how they regularly printed them. So I don't know. I do. I know that the Jordan, like with the lightning in the background, like where he's like in air going for a dunk and there's just a lightning storm happening. I had that card. Kind of like the Jordan I bought for Chris Vernon. It's very similar. There very similar.
0: Um, Cole Cole Benz, ben, let me let me get it. Cole Benz asked about the documentary, The Status of ours.
2: No movement yet. That's not true. We got an update. There's a little bit of movement, but Maybe we can't some really movement. talk about it. But it's called The Hobby. It, here's all we'll say is what's good is when you overproduce too many documentaries in the field of Hollywood and then there's no one to sell it to, and then the Hollywood machine goes on strike. It's a good thing for that documentary. So, uh, Brian Sith wants to know what do you guys eat for lunch? need of your business. Mike usually eats fast food, like taco. I like how I always get the bad rap, but Mike's the one always eating fast food. So, there you go.
0: This is a decent question by Jason Fisher. Thoughts on 2022 Chrome Platinum Anniversary? It's actually pretty good. It's cheap, too, like I, I, 120 bucks a box, something like that. It is 22 product, which I like because it's a stacked rookie checklist. And the design is after like the 53 set, I think, this year. We we ripped some yesterday. We have more breaks for sale on Card Shop Live under uh, SCN Breaks. It's actually a cool product for the price. I think it's solid. Um, Jesse, who are you chasing a pop century? Eddie Stover wants to know.
2: I think the obvious one is for the money I would want Clint Eastwood. But for my own personal, like, I I like him. Uh, I hear Philip Seymour Hoffman has like swatches in here. Obviously, he's not signing anymore. Um, I would love something like that. That's my joke. There, there's a Miley Cyrus, which I also think for the the money side of things would be awesome. Uh, there's going to be an InSync. I don't know what that means. I don't. I don't think there's a full auto or anything of all five members of InSync. But is there a
0: Pesci? Can you tell me, Joe. Yeah, there's a-,
2: a Pesci. I would love a Macaulay Culkin. I think that would be. I'd like really a Joe cool. Pesci. Uh, there's a whole. I will say there's a lot, a lot of signers in this product. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, Yeah, there you go. Next up, we've got Jeff Howe for Mike. Are any of the quarterbacks who got a second life in the NFL, so to speak, last season, including Jared Goff, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, worth taking a flyer on for early season flip opportunities?
0: I like Jared Goff, actually, which is weird. I'm not saying he's going to, like, exponentially multiply but Goff, I mean, that team played really,
2: really well. Geno Smith, I think the ship is sailed. I think people have kind of figured him out with the Seahawks. We pulled up pricing on him. His uh, rookie has, I think, 33 PSA, PSA 10s. Yeah, t- 2013. There's Prism. only a market cap of like $3,000. There's not a lot of love for Geno Smith. Granted, maybe there's other cards out there. He,
0: he's a flash in the pandemic. Jared Goff has been a consistently good quarterback who let it helped lead a team to a Super Bowl years ago. And he has the Lions playing really good last year. So... I think there could be something there with Goff, depending on how the team plays. Daniel Jones, same thing. Like, it's a talented team. They won a bunch of games last year. You know, the Saquon thing hurts,
2: but we'll see. Although I think Saquon re-signed. I think the big thing with Daniel Jones was even when he was performing well last year, he wasn't getting much hobby love. He was and it's- so bad. That's the problem. He was so bad for so long. It was like, you need to, you know, we need to see something really good. And that's where it goes back to, like, the hype over performance. Thing, yep. He has no hype. He may have performance, but he has no hype uh connor larson has a follow-up question buy sell whole 2020 qbs herbert burrow hurts Tua. i still think you can buy
0: hertz and Tua; they're cheap i guess you hold burrow I, i'm selling herbert I, I just don't know that herbert's gonna get it done that, i do He he's just his pricing is so out of control to me i
2: mean at this point it's it's wild i don't think he's come down at all for the last six months or something he's stayed pretty Yep. flat and we've been saying for six months he's too high so Bruce. um he also goes on to say though what's the move now that we're past the national because we kept saying hold on until after the national so
0: i mean the markets are we've had we had our busiest week breaking the last week since we've been home for sure people are spending money again people are back in town mm-hmm. a good products coming out singles are moving again so find your lane are you going to load up for football you want to unload baseball now that guys are hotter load up on guys in the mlb who are going to the postseason um yeah, I think it's a good fluid time in the market.
2: Uh, Bruce Boyer says. Bruce. So I listened to the last episode. I wanted to confirm. I only got two autos in my box of score football with two Panini yeah, points cards. He was the one
0: who brought up the Panini. That's miserable. Happened last night in select draft picks. We got a 250 point card, and I was I was very irritated. I side with Sergeant Bruce.
2: William Collins has our next question. I know Mike's not into non-sports, but Jesse, how have you been collecting entertainment cards for the last 2 or 3 years and not heard of Rittenhouse Archives? I would like to apologize that I had not the name I didn't know the product I knew. I just didn't know it was by Rittenhouse. Going back and looking some up, they have a lot of Star Trek and a lot of like other shows like including Lost. I think those products are really cool. I just the name itself was not jumping out at me.
0: I don't get this next question. Richard Thomas, who would win in a fight, Rick Thomas? One Jesse sized mic or 10 mic sized Jessies. You're
2: not on like
0: YouTube enough to I know. Really I get appreciate. the other one like 100 ducks the size of a whale or a whale
2: the size of. Yeah, yeah.
0: One Jesse's... Oh, I, I get it. Maybe because he
2: means like muscles oh, or would, something?
0: No, he's saying What's somebody was. Now I get it now. Me your size or 10 of you my size. I would crush 10 of you my size.
2: You would crush 10 of me Do you at double your size? You double my body out of your mind because it's me though you're not a I fighter know. no oh I would, my god i'm not a fighter I let's could, go fight right now rick, bro
0: Rick, just to put in perspective one mike size mike could take out three jesse size
2: jessies right that now that is insane that Cause, you cause actually if don't think, think that he actually thinks that that's ins- mm-hmm. i absolutely do think we're that getting too. in a ring rick uh jeremy byers thoughts on garrett wilson being a wide receiver is a Interesting. bit tough in the football card market But is there upside still?
0: You know what's interesting? He's one of the few receivers I looked through my hold box last night. I have his Prism RPA from last year because I think, again, I agree with what he's saying. It's definitely tough because of the wide receiver position. Mm -hmm. What makes it nice is low point of entry. You can buy top five guys at that position for a fraction of quarter. You can buy Justin Jefferson stuff. Mm -hmm. And if you put the same comparable card to a quarterback, you're not getting the best. You're getting... Desmond Ritter, like, like quarterback for that reason, I actually think wide receivers have upside in certain situations.
2: Well, specifically him. Is that Aaron Rodgers, all
0: ships rise type of thing? That's not something like that. But yeah, Rodgers, I think is going to have, obviously it's the best quarterback he will have ever played with. And I think that team's going to win a bunch of games. So I actually like, I'm glad I didn't sell that thing last year. That's why I got put in the hold box.
2: Shane McAllister. Do you think the recent boom of card show popularity popularity is directly caused by online transactions no. past $600 also, being reported. It's not a recent boom. It was super busy before COVID. It died with COVID. It's busy again after. Well, there's a few people online. I've seen some social media. I think Jeff Wilson even talked about it, where it does seem like there's been a bit of a resurgence as far as popularity in card shows goes, but maybe not like necessarily in overall sales in the marketplace. I The whole See, $600 being reported... If that if anyone's not sure, that just means because of the tax implications if you sell something over six hundred online. Here's the tough thing though. Jeff, Jeff wasn't going to card shows before twenty twenty. He doesn't know anything about a resurgence. Not to be mean, but that's I'm, just the truth of it. No, no, no. And I think the the conversation was with someone who had been at some more card shows. But the overall thought was to me, it does seem like we've heard a lot of guys say that their card shows have been super popular lately and online, like card lighter still shows indexes for all these sports that are basically flat, if not still falling a little bit. I, I don't think it has anything to do with taxes though. Cause I, I think, think a lot of these are kids and younger people going to these. I think that was his conversation with Brian Gray. You was see it the, Brian Gray. Did you see the video they released? Okay, then could yes. you pull that up for a second? I wish you could find that video while I read a question or two. I could, but now I need to know why. Pull
0: it up for a sec. Just
2: no, cause you're gonna insult. I'm not gonna insult anybody. I have a question. I want to see if it stood out to you like it did me. You're gonna insult. I already know, I probably know what it is.
0: How does Jeff not ask about mm-hmm. the hair dye?
2: You gotta ask the what's, guy. What's the problem is I knew exactly what you were gonna ask, but he's ha- his hair's been dyed for like I don't know at least a few months. I've seen him a few times. I mean,
0: I'm I'm fine with it. Do you think I, you gotta ask the question, Jeff?
2: I know you're not a hard hitting question Listen, over there, but come on, Geraldo. No, you throw don't.
0: something out there.
2: Uh, going on. Um, we're gonna go to Cody James. I'll take this one. Okay, absolutely. Go you Collecting don't know about figures, Funko. starting lineups, dude. They're on. Well, they're in the in
0: my office, not in here. Sorry. Yeah, I loved starting lineups. Um, I know what Funkos are. I don't care about them, but I thought starting lineups back in the day were amazing.
2: Wait, what are starting lineups then? I know what starting Funko. lineups. Those are those
0: figures I have in the boxes. I have like the Griffey's out on the shelf.
2: Oh, that's a. Those used to know be that crazy was a popular, product. dude. Okay, yeah, they came out in like the late '80s. Um, there was a Abe asked a very long question, but he does kind of sum it up at the very end. He says um, he feels that high prices at the vintage tables at the national seemed to translate to a modest increase in actual sales and prices of vintage cards on eBay since post-national. Um, he wants to know if that's basically our feelings, if we've seen anything else like that as well. So he he no, does no. mention a few cards like a fifty one Bowman Mays, PSA six like he was saying a lot of these vintage because, baseballs because seem to go ask, very, right, very high because
0: asking prices were so high real prices crept up a little bit because of the thought maybe I haven't done any research to prove it and yeah I I'm
2: too ADD for that question <laughs> sorry I I'm gonna bring the the meds in here one day we're gonna find out what I'm happens me with a good time Jeff Thompson with the one of one NT Brock Purdy shield being pulled last night. Will the break prices drop for the product?
0: Break, so case prices are down today. There are people moving cases for $9,000 on Facebook today. Nine and $9,500. I saw two sales. It has nothing to do with that card being pulled. I think a lot of guys realize this is not. It's a very good class if you can get it for a value. If you're paying top dollar for 2022, it worries me. In a $10,000 case, it's rough. I don't Why do you think it has nothing to do with it? Because no one cares. Nobody pays attention to You don't. Well, no, I the see. amount of people who don't know that that happened is massive. Okay. Maybe Nobody that get, could that could you, be true. Yeah, it's a one-on-one. You're not you don't buy that product expecting to hit a one on one anyways. It's yeah, like this but, with every product. We saw hang on. Perfect example. The bounty with could, Drew Jones. Okay. Everybody's like as soon as a Drew Jones bounty gets hit, it's over. Quarter mm-hmm. of a million bucks. Mm-hmm. It got hit and cases would have gone up ever since. It's never I've never experienced a bounty related or a one of one chase related um. Chases the word affect anything with case pricing ever. I've never seen it. Not in not in sports. Now in your other your Lurkana maybe I could see that or like with the ring being pulled. Sure, in sports with NT, no, not at all.
2: Mm, okay, all right, maybe. Sean D. Redman is now the time to sell Justin Fields, or is he worth holding until midseason if the hype on him is real? I got you know it's funny. He actually looked pretty good at the end of the year. I think I'd hold him. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, BJ Kroger, true error cards, love them or leave them.
0: I've never cared about error cards. Yeah. I no. don't really either. That's yeah. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Chris Smith. This is a good question. I brought this up earlier. Multiplier on Jersey numbers. Some people will pay more on a lot of it's specific to Brady. Guys are freaks. We'll pay way more for a 12 out of 99 than a 11 out of 99 Griffey, Jordan mantle, iconic numbers for sure. And even on, on no, you know, no names. The number helps. But for sure on the big one, it does make a big difference. What's the multiplier? I don't know. 20%, 50% depends. That high? If it's a crazy iconic card, yeah. Okay. Um, But not for like modern stuff though, right? I wouldn't... Modern cards are not iconic like that yet. So no. But like Brock Purdy's NTRPA. I know it it
2: will sell for a premium. Let's say
0: the NTRPA goes for 15 grand. I bet his NTRPA
2: jersey number goes for 20. It it does. It has a big marker. Okay. All right. Uh, Shane Brooks... Is NT a bad investment as a break? <laughs> yes, as bad as it gets. Okay. And we broke our one case, by the way. We always will had break NT. Good?
0: Actually, I thought we had a pretty good case. Aiden Hutchinson, True RPA. We had a nasty Drake London Savage book auto. We had a dual auto of Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. We had a Garrett Wilson patch auto. A, a Bailey Zappi, the gold ink. It was good. It was a good case. As an investment,
2: it's brutal. Okay, it just I, is. I feel kind of dumb. I'm blanking. When you say true RPA?
0: In NT, there's one subset where it's the, like this year, it's a vertical card. It's the patch, the oh. auto. Then there's subsets. There'll be vertical cards, uh, yes. horizontal cards. I mean, those just don't sell for as much. The true RPA is numbered on the back because it's in the set. Got it. Yeah, like okay. one through 99, whatever the set
2: is. Rico Sorci, uh, with the new draft classes, would you rather have a case of Bowman draft 2024 a uh, case of NBA Prism 2023 or a case of NFL Prism 2023 for a long-term investment?
0: I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't see this question. I don't know. I, I'm i trying to think of who's like the amazing. I so mean, Prism 23. You're is that still going to have. Hang on. 23 Prism is Wemby.
2: Well, what are we talking about? 23. 23, 24 Prism. Oh, for the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For NBA, you'd have Wemby Wim- in there. Um, you'd have Chaz, right? Or oh, jazz, NFL whatever. would be this year's
0: class. I'm sorry. I don't know why you put two years. Bowman draft. So 2024 Bowman draft, I couldn't tell you the first thing about this football class. But what's tough is, are they going to have autos in Prism? If they don't have autos, it's a game changer.
2: There's no autos, but I mean, you're still going to have the non-autos that do very, very well. No question. But it is a big, you know. But even you've fully admitted that you don't buy Prism for the autos anyway. Correct.
0: That's true. So, yeah, I, I think without knowing anything about Bowman draft 24, because I just don't, I would go or I'm assuming he meant 23. I don't know why I said 24. I, I would go with this NFL class. It's loaded with with high-end offensive talent at least. Okay. Um Mike Pulsifer. I don't know what this means either. Any, Any word, word on
2: Tops archive for 2023?
0: I don't know what he's even asking. The product the I'm product? assuming it's coming out. Archives retired signature edition is next week. I but I don't know Tops archive already
2: came out. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh Steven A which Disney character's autograph is a must-have for Jesse? Um, I, if anybody, I'm like a Goofy man. So if Goofy, I heard he died back in 67 and ever since it's been a look-alike, but I don't know. If Goofy's around, I would love original from him. Okay. Um, I th- Oh, dang it. I refreshed. Now we got so many other questions. Just pick a man, few more. guys, I love the mailbag. Don't get me wrong, but this is a lot. That's so weird. Someone else says, Tedward Patrick says, for Jesse, a statement. Both Goofy and anthropomorphic dog, and Pluto, Mickey's pet, are both truly dogs. Question is: Do Goofy and Pluto go to heaven when they die? Given that the animated classic "All Dogs Go to Heaven" is not a Disney film, I hate everything about what you just said. <laughs> I love you, Tedward. Wow, man, that's a that's a good question. Yeah, no, they're all dead and they're uh, just in the ground. All right, let, me, all.
0: let me end with this one. That's cool with you. Tristan Brown. Panini baseball products like Select and Prism seem very good value for low numbered stuff, even though it's unlicensed. What do you think it's good value for things? Do you think it's good value for things like one of ones? It's a decent point, right? The price is so cheap. But here's the struggle for me. I, it, there's no modern rookies. You have, a couple, you have a bunch of prospects. So that's going to help it this year, Like even Ellie. We pulled a numbered Yoshida the other day, as a matter of fact, which is weird. He was in there because Yoshida is a rookie. Mm-hmm. But out of, you can get him out of Prism. You can get Ellie out of Prism, Drew Jones. It's a good chase for the low end. But yeah, like the big one-on-one type stuff, that's where I struggle. Okay. Although having said that, we pulled the manga Ken Griffey. It's like $150, $200 card. I thought it was awesome. Like Zach, exactly.
2: so I'm glad. I thought you didn't like the I was way at all.
0: dude. And I was way down on those two products because, yeah. like, I'm all in on Immaculate. Immaculate comes out in less than two weeks. Immaculate baseball, it's going to be all vets mm-hmm. and prospects. I'm in on that. Prism, we've been ripping a little bit more, and I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's super cheap. I don't mind it, but I like it for those like vet. Like, hey, let me get a $19 numbered your sheet out of a pack and grade sure. it to worth 50. I'm not chasing it for the big 101s for big time stuff like that. I want the logo. I do
2: think Chad Ryan's last, the very last question on here, why is the national not held on the West coast? Any chance it ever comes to Hawaii? No, I would say 0% chance it ever goes to Hawaii just because brutal to get to the price to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to ship, you know, how many people ship stuff to the national? Yeah. Not even, don't even consider like the big setups, but just like your mom and pop, Stands, they're yeah. shipping tons of stuff out there. It
0: costs most of those guys on the west coast to go Chicago tens of thousands yeah. to ship to Hawaii. I don't even,
2: yeah, I could. I, I mean, I guess I could see one like in Denver, maybe even on the west coast, maybe in maybe California. I've been in yeah. Anaheim before, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, never, I don't think you'd ever see a Hawaii. Um, oh. Last little thing I was just going to mention was Columbia Hobby. If you guys don't know, I was out looking out for uh, some top loaders the other day. There's also like a few other individual pieces I need for when I'm going to be breaking some product here soon. Columbia Hobby is our go-to for all supplies and they give us a discount 10% if you use the code nonsense. Uh, Steve over there is a great guy, but more than that, I just like saving money. So even though I like Steve, I would go somewhere else if I didn't get a discount. But since he g- gives us one, you have to go there. That's and then the download
0: rule. Card Shop Live app. We're pushing that every show now. I don't care anymore. I'm shameless. I'm breaking on there almost every day. Eddie's on there all the time. There's a ton of breaks. Great place to be. Uh, we do singles, case breaks, whatever. It's in the store. You don't have to buy stuff live or you can live auction stuff as well. Whatever you want to do, but you should be breaking on Card Shop Live. There you go. Uh, it's a green app, by the way. There's one that's, that's right.
2: Now. Somebody's got the same name. No, thank you. Um, Oh, no, thank you.
0: I saw you hit the volume knob. I'll wrap it up now. No, I was just getting ready. You ready? Sports cards, in sense, brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. We'll be back on Monday. Monday, goodbye.